0: back to another bonus No Rules Rules episode of Vault Supremes Synth VGM Dream Stream Machine Podcast. The podcast that usually plays the synthiest video game music in the universe, but not today. In this episode, we're going to step away from our usual theme to explore some worlds that many, if not most, have never explored. Yes, we are bringing on my good friend Jack, who is also known as Okie Doke. (laughs) <laughs> to talk about uh we're going to talk about his new album uh death by correspondence his favorite video game tunes we're going to talk about microtonal music including instrument and scale creation uh we're going to talk about the emerging location music genre we're going to talk about music therapy we're going to talk about video game covers and we're going to talk about other things as well folks this is a fantastic episode One of my favorites so far, and that is why I'm absolutely gutted that while recording um, via Zencaster, Zencaster decided to reset my audio input device after I did a sound check and made sure everything was sounding great. So while I thought I was recording with my microphone, Zencaster was recording with my filthy, disgusting webcam. And look, I knew this episode was too good to be true. So there you go. Sutton, there is one thing wrong with this episode. Uh, Folks, as you all know, I pride myself on having the crispest, the crispest, crispest audio in the podcasting world. But unfortunately, uh, this episode is lacking in that department. Thankfully, my guest sounds great and he is the focus of the episode. So... That'll pull us through. So my deepest apologies to everyone. Hopefully you just get used to it and can enjoy the excellent discussion and obviously the high quality music. Yeah. Okay. So before we bring on Jack, also known as Okie Doke, a quick introduction. Jack is a good friend of mine. We basically know each other through our improvisational band known as Wollongong. I met Jack the day we recorded our first album, uh, while people were drowning it was actually yeah, um, this is back in 2012 I think it was a um, uh, it was a bit of a disaster that day there was maybe some minor flooding in the area while we we're recording but yeah I met Jack that day and since then we or at least the band has recorded 88 albums. Yes, you heard right, eighty-eight albums. Uh, but we haven't been very active the last few years, so we actually haven't caught up that much. So this was a great chance to catch up. And let me let me give you a quick intro to Jack before we bring him on. Jack is he's a composer. He plays a ton of instruments very well, but he's in my mind he's an incredible guitarist. He has a, a extremely unique style, and he comes up with some crazy sounds using. Both his playing techniques and his effects pedals, whatever he can get his hands on. I often listen back to our albums that we make together and <clears throat> I'm listening to the parts thinking, oh, that's my that's my synth. And then a few minutes later, I realized that it was Jack making some crazy sounds on his guitar. That, that's happened more than once. But what I love most about Jack is that his skills, uh, his theoretical knowledge... Are matched by his insanity and his creativity. I have a lot of respect for this guy, his talents, and ladies and gentlemen, may I please welcome to the show the man who goes by the name of Okie Doe. Jack, Jack, welcome to Vault Supreme's Synth VGM Dreamstream Machine podcast. It is an absolute pleasure to have you here on the show with us. Welcome.
1: It is so fantastic to be here. Big fan, long-time listener, and keen to to talk some music with you.
0: Yeah, well, I've been wanting to get you on the show for a long time. It's one of the reasons why I started this synth video game music podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, uh, yeah, we're, I don't think we're too far apart. But you know, okay. we, we haven't seen each other since last year, really. Yeah, um, with lockdown and just lack of. Yeah. Musical projects that we're doing together.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's like it would be too easy to blame a lockdown. We've sort of uh, eased up on the <laughs> on the gig front, on the recording front. But hey, we, we've we've got a, we've got at least eighty albums to to talk about if we if we wish to.
0: If we wish to, yeah. Well, hopefully we can turn that into a podcast of its own in the future.
1: But oh, that would be unreal.
0: We've we've got you here today to we're going to talk about your new okey doke album. Death by Correspondence, Uh we're going to go through some of your, I don't know if they're your favorite video game songs, but songs that you've chosen for the podcast, and a few other little exciting and interesting uh, projects that you're working on, we're going to get some little samples of them. So maybe before we hit our first track, why don't you just give us a little introduction to yourself?
1: Okay, cool. I can do that. I can absolutely do that. So, my name is Okie Doke. Uh, I do have a real name, but um, I've, I've since changed Jack blank last name uh, to Okie Doke um, since I began working in schools because although everyone is cool, those students, they're just, they're just too damn good with technology and I don't want them finding me on Facebook. I don't, I don't need that in my life. So, uh, it's going by Okie Doke and um, doing a lot of collaborative projects. Um, we mentioned the Death by Correspondence album. That's actually coming out uh, 15th of September, so maybe by the time this podcast is out, it will have already been released, but um, that was actually made as a collaborative kind of lockdown project between myself and Michael Manzini of the world-famous band, Wollongong. Amazing. You know a lot about.
0: I sure do. Well, yeah. uh, Okay, I'll try to refer to you from now on as, <laughs> as
1: oki no, you, can call, you, you can call me jack i, I don't mind yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: i was gonna ask later on actually what the difference is between uh oki doke and your jack blank solo music but you just uh, explained that so yeah
1: well i, I don't mind saying it. it's jack yeah my name's jack tickner I, i'm just going by oki doke now as of um yeah as just as, as a privacy thing it's, it's just lots of kids who are good at the internet and um yeah I want to stay away from him?
0: <laughs> That's, that is completely understandable. All right, well, we've got a lot to talk about, but we've also got some cool tracks that we're going to play. Uh, would you mind introducing us to this first track that you've chosen?
1: Uh, truth be told, never played a single Kirby game in my life. However, <laughs> however, I selected this one because I found out that it is freaking microtonal, which happens to be a big interest of mine. So... Um, they programmed this song to have quarter tones in it. Um, yeah, it's, it's very, it, it adds, adds a very interesting co- a bit of coloration to the track. And I just think it's mind-blowing that they were programming this into these really, really quite primitive devices way back when. So, yeah, Enjoy.
0: in the Depths of the Earth um, from Kirby Superstar by Jun Ishikawa and Dan Miyakawa. Yeah, that was a fantastic, very interesting song.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's just such a blowout. Like how, you know, these people stumbling on this stuff in, in very early video game music. is very clever.
0: But yeah, it kind of reminds me of some of the old Bomberman music that has these kind of Arabic influences and stuff like that. Very cool, very interesting to hear stuff like this in some of the earlier kind of video game soundtracks that really start experimenting pretty early on. Yeah. But one of the things that uh, really impresses me about your work is that it's, it seems like at least for the last maybe three or four years, maybe longer, you've been diving into the world of um, I don't even know how to say it, microtones, microtonal, yes. microtonal music and instruments and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think that is, for a lot of people who listen to music um, and even people who play music, that is a world that people don't even know about. The, the mm. idea of that a scale might consist of um, not every good boy deserves fruit, the things outside of that is... Uh, <laughs> is mind-blowing and so yeah I don't know much about it myself either so yeah I'd love to hear um, how you got into microtonal music and what are some of the projects that's come out of that
1: yeah so uh, I got into microtonal music uh, during my second last year of uni Um, my teacher Tarumi Narashima she um, she's a fantastic microtonal composer and uh her partner craig grady from la now living in australia another another renowned microtonal composer and they sort of gave a short kind of one hour lecture um about microtones and craig brought in some of his instruments um because he makes his own instruments and uh they're sort of in like see I, i don't even really remember what tuning they were in but there was something like 17 tones an octave and and then craig um Craig blew us all away by being able to sing up a 31 tone octave in, in different sep- different separations so like ooh all equally divided. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can do that. I can do <laughs> that too. Uh...
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, it just that sounds actually, like a peremon.
0: That actually blows my mind a bit um, because it's one thing you know having the you know the scale in front of you in the form Mm. of an instrument that you can just play. And it's another thing to actually get that in your (laughs) brain and be able to transfer that to voice. Yeah,
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's like a lot of people ask me, like, is it hard to sing to microtonal music? It tends not to be. It tends to actually be pretty, because the voice is just naturally so adaptable. And um, I've really kind of got thrown myself into this concept lately of, uh, I think, I think who, who was the, who, who, was the theorist? There was a, there was a, the, oh, Harry Parch was his name. And Harry Parch stated, the voice is never out of tune. It's only the instruments around it. So with that, that
0: You've really
2: hung <laughs> on to that, have
1: you? <laughs> <laughs> See, well, the shoe fits. So I, I, I like that because I don't have to change much about myself. But so, so with, through that theoretical framework, he created like all of this, all of this music, all of these scales, um, kind of based on the human voice and just the way that you know we we might sing sing a sharper a sharper third or a flatter third and um, stuff like that. So uh, yeah, I had had this lecture with Tarumi and Craig. It was fantastic. Um, then we had a super secret kind of uh, tuning class over the summer where we met and um, and learnt about the the theories and the um, I guess like the practice of Irv Wilson, who was um, an amazing uh, microtonal theorist. Slash, um, see, he, what's interesting is he didn't really compose any music, but he just sort of he created a lot of different scales. So we kind of learned his way of designing his own tuning systems. Um, and then from that point on, I went straight to uh, what's it called, the Hawk Shop. One of the one of the bigger cash converters or something like that. Picked up the crappiest. Most you know forgotten um, terrible sixty dollar guitar, and I went home. I ripped all the frets out, just using like a pair of pliers or some junk, and then I just cut it through with with um, with like some sort of some sort of pull ax. Didn't know what I was doing. Just kind of had YouTube open, was just hacking into it, and then um, made my own microtonal guitar. And since then, I've just been absolutely obsessed. And um, and this sort of brings us to this. Idea I had recently, when New South Wales COVID numbers were really beginning to soar, I thought, wouldn't it be an interesting idea to turn these numbers into a tuning system?
0: That um I believe you you basically titled it something like the sound of the pandemic, or yeah, something but, like but that. The,
1: yeah, the scale of the pandemic. Scale yeah. of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that was brilliant. I, when I saw that, I thought that was just the. Funniest and cleverest idea at the same time and the fact that you actually I was you know, I was really expecting something horrible and the fact that you <laughs> <laughs> the, the fact that it sounds quite good um, Is quite mind-blowing. I guess yeah describe how you Turn case numbers into a scale and then we have got a sample of that track which we will play very soon
1: cool. Yeah, so um, basically the first thing to know is you can turn anything into a scale, and and this is like, like there's there's certain ways where if you pick like um, like a mathematical algorithm or like a shape, you can create these extremely sonorous, beautiful, um, beautiful scales that are very well balanced. They make sense. You can modulate. You can pick different keys. But you, with 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 this case numbers numbers example, like there's sort of no rhyme or reason. It's just. You no, know, these are just these are just people who have COVID. So, basically, <laughs> basically, like I thought, why not turn it into something? See, see how it sounds. So I got numbers for the last 17 days because I wanted a 17 tone scale, and they are you know 268, 291, all the way up to 639 and 820. And I just mashed all those numbers together. I put them in a program called Scala. It's free, um, and then it spits out. Uh, what those frequency ratios mean in like a scale and then I export it to my MIDI synthesizer and then I have a scale and that's how I created the song so
0: that's so good all right let's let's give that one a listen heard then was quite literally the sound of the pandemic <laughs> at least <laughs> at least in New South Wales Australia yeah um that was great I think um you can cl- I think you can pretty clearly hear the difference between uh just your normal 12 tone and something microtonal like that some I think some things are a bit more subtle and people might not pick up on them I think you mm. can definitely pick up on, on that but um I, I think that turned out. I think that turned out really cool.
1: Yeah, th- like there was some funny things. Like the they ended up being. Um, uh, I'm trying to make this as unridiculous to understand as possible, but they ended up being a perfect fifth, just based on one of the numbers. So that meant like a number that's like divisible by like, um, uh, like, like six or three. And yeah, that ended up being in there. And but there is, you can hear lots of those really, really like infinitesimally small tones that uh, that sort of stuff going on in there. But yeah, it's it's cool. It's it, it's cool to just submit yourself to a parameter like that creatively, just some scale that kind of doesn't make heaps of sense, and then be, force yourself to work with it and try and squeeze something out of it.
0: All right. Well, you've um, we've got some more of your favourite songs. We've got quite a special large broad selection right here um why don't you introduce this next track
1: cool so instantly when you asked me to pick out some video game songs i thought what songs are not necessarily the best but the most important to me uh kind of like in a nostalgic sense so I mean, that, that's not to say this. This is more. This is more referring to the Sonic that we're going to listen to a bit later. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we're heading into Mario Galaxy. This is the Comet Observatory theme. Uh, this was Super Mario Galaxy for the Wii. Fantastic game. Beautiful, beautiful scenery. Beautiful music. It all comes together in this fantastic way. And this is the music that plays while you're in the Comet Observatory before you enter into the worlds.
0: Beautiful stuff, right? Let's give it a listen. gentlemen that was comet observatory uh, by oh, sorry by koji kondo from super mario galaxy um, we we're discussing while well, i was playing fantastic game fantastic soundtrack um, but yeah uh, just <laughs> quite literally beautiful beautiful music
1: yeah such clever arrangements i think you really can't go wrong with any actually yeah i don't know i can't think of a single Kind of Mario or Nintendo soundtrack that isn't pretty good or great.
0: The standards were set pretty high early on, weren't they? Indeed. Excellent. All right, well, we're going to move from, I guess, something extremely pleasant into something a little bit more experimental now. So I have had the privilege of getting an early. an early copy of your Okie Doke Death by Correspondence album that is coming out um, a few days after this podcast is recorded. Absolutely fantastic. Um, There's lots of microtonal stuff throughout that we'll be able to uh, discuss. But how about, Um, before we start playing some tracks from that album, why don't you just give us a little introduction into who or what Okie Doke is. And I think you've, you've already described why. <laughs> Am I correct in in thinking that um, Okie Doke was merely just one of these random things you name yourself on Instagram and then you've just kind of stuck with
1: it? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, there's not much more to elaborate on that. I think it was 2014 I started calling myself Okie Doke on, um, on Facebook and then um and then i when it came time to pick a different name for my solo project i thought why not stick with what works if it ain't broke don't fix it so i just changed it to okey doke um yeah
0: as far as his album goes um this is it's not just a solo album yeah. you do have yeah other absolutely performers and uh composers or just performers
1: uh, composers. So so me and Michael Manzini um both wrote and performed this. So uh he did the drums, all of the drums, he did all of the bass and he added in lots of little extra tasty tasty bits through there. So
0: yeah. Excellent. Yeah, and we've obviously played with Michael in our other band, Wall and And Jack, I you're gonna I think you're gonna be thrilled about this, but um We've actually, Michael has actually sent us in a message for you to listen to on the podcast. Um,
3: <laughs> really?
0: <laughs> if, you, if you wouldn't mind, yeah, just playing the file that I've uploaded to the drive,
1: this okay. is
0: a, a special message that Michael has um, okay. sent
1: in to you. mp 3 I've never been so nervous to open a file. I feel like it's the 90s again. All right, here we go. Hey, Jack, it's your old friend Michael here. I just wanted to wish you all the best for your appearance on the Vault Supreme podcast today. I know it's a big deal for you. His voice sounds so good. You finally made it. I hope you're doing well in these trying times, in these difficult times, in these uncertain times, <laughs> in these stressful times, in these worrying times, <laughs> in these hard times, in these bizarre times, in these crazy times. Well, wow, thank you so much, Michael. That was... um. That was really quite something so what michael did there for for the the people who aren't aware he made a reference to probably one of my favorite tracks by DuoLog called in these times uh goes for about 18 minutes um i did a little guitar solo on on there but um that's just a minor detail the entire track is great i fully recommend sitting down uh, brewing a nice cuppa and listening to in these times thank you for that michael manzini
0: yeah thanks michael really appreciate you sending in that uh touching message so, with that in mind, I've chosen, I mean, with, after, with that in mind, I don't know what that means, but um, we've actually got some songs that I've chosen from the uh, new album, Death by Correspondence. And the first track that I've chosen um, is titled Joseph. Now, I was lying in bed one night and just this thought came to my head, Joseph, your cat. Is that correct? <laughs> no. no. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not quite. Not quite. No. My, my my cat's name is Mo. My cat's uh. name is Momo. But the name Joseph comes from. Wait. Do, do you want me to dive in, or should I wait till the end?
0: Um. Let's. Yeah. Let's let's play it, and, okay. and yeah, then we'll chat about
1: us. Okay. Cool. All right. Because so, it is a funny story.
0: Okay. This track is Joseph from the album Death by Correspondence. By Okey Doke. Okey Doke, let's give it a listen. <laughs> 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 Joseph by the band slash solo artist okie Doke from the new album Death by Correspondence. I absolutely love that song. Um, there's something, mm. there's something, it's most definitely not a simple song, but there's definitely this kind of minimalist vibe that you get from it, very almost, um, it, it certainly reminds me of like an Indian raga or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, It's, yeah, really kind of droney, cool rhythms, obviously some microtonal stuff in there that I don't know what's going on, but it sounds cool. The lyrics, I love the lyrics. All the lyrics in this album are quite funny. (laughs) Good. (laughs) It's a sense of humor, I guess, but but I find it, um, yeah, I find them quite funny. But also, you know, this is, I believe you started making this album during our first lockdown?
1: Yeah, correct.
0: Yeah. yeah, and here we are in our second lockdown releasing the oh, album yeah. and what, a, what What better time than to release What a twist. I, I'm yeah. so
1: glad that we had this second lockdown.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, well, I'd love to... Yeah, if you could give us a few little details about that Ooh, song, yeah. I'd be very interested to know some more.
1: Yep, yeah, sure. So, um, first of all, the, the title, Joseph... Uh, came from a Zoom session because I, I finished off my master's course in the, like over Zoom, which was as horrible as it sounds. Very yeah. challenging, very hard to stay on task, stay on track. Um, so it was sort of like in the midst of this really heavy period where everyone in the class were all really over it and um, we're all kind of coping in our own ways. And then the most amazing thing that could happen happened and a man called Joseph entered the Zoom. (laughs) I've sent sent you a picture, Joel, of Joseph. He's a a lovely man. He just appeared in the Zoom. (laughs) He stayed there for about 30 seconds. The teacher didn't notice. I took a little screenshot, took a little picture (laughs) of of Joseph. He looks
0: like a quite elderly man.
1: Yes, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, describe Joseph. I guess he's like, he's kind of looking off screen a little bit to the left. He's got a, he's got a bit of a, you know, sage-like smile on his face and he's understandably a bit confused about modern technology. Um, And yeah, he was here and then he just left. Um, He just left. He just entered our music therapy second year class and then bailed. And Joseph gave us all a really, really good laugh and lifted our spirits so much, I thought I'd write a little song for him and call it Joseph.
0: That is fantastic. I love that.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, it's a bit more interesting than cat. I don't know where I got that from. <laughs> Maybe someone else has got a cat called Joseph.
1: Well, no, th- there was a Wollongong album called Ficus the Cat. That's true. That would be it.
0: <laughs> yes, that's that was right. also
1: about my cat. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> that, what I was thinking It was not called Peacus. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> long story. That, that's for another podcast, maybe.
0: That is, yeah. So one of your many projects is Wollongong, the improvisational band. But you have quite a number of things going on. Um, I can't keep up. Probably wouldn't be hard for me to keep up if I wanted to, but <laughs> I'm always seeing these new uh, fun things popping up um, that you're doing. Why don't you um, give us a rundown of some of the projects you worked on at this present time?
1: Yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I do have a lot of things going on now, particularly since um, since work sort of went on hold because of the lockdown. Um I've really just sort of taken all that work time and just been working on music, which is really great. It's really, really good. Um, kind of complex feelings, isn't it? When you, the world's in chaos and everything's very difficult, but you get all this time to kind of sit and do the thing you love the most. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you know, releasing music as Okey Doke with um, by myself and with Michael Manzini. Um, pretty much anything you hear that comes from. Uh, that name has been, has touched Michael's Michael's hands in some way, shape or form. Um, also working on stuff with Basil's Kite. That's my kind of, I guess, uh, I don't want to say math metal. That has a very, very lame connotation. My nerdy, geeky, microtonal metal, funny, sarcastic, good times project so that has been going since 2011. And then I'm also just kind of collaborating with people on the internet here and there, which is really great and something I'm going to probably continue doing even after the pandemic, so... Yeah, that's sort of what's going on. Oh, and also, I've just begun a very, very hefty project um, called How Do You Like Them Towns? And <laughs> and and, and what, what the idea of it is, is that I want to create a piece of music for every single town in New South Wales um, and this was sort of inspired by a guy on spotify if you type in the guy who sings about towns you can find him he's released approximately twenty thousand songs he records 20 a day and and what he does it's it's so clever what he does is he finds out what people are typing into spotify and then he makes music for it so like a lot of people type in where they live into spotify and then of course get nothing but now now this guy does it and um and he, he you know he makes a living off of doing that so I sort of I, I, I began the project wanting them just to be kind of fluffy songs, but as it went on I just really liked making the songs, so I th- I think a lot of them ended up taking a lot more time. <laughs> unfortunately.
0: And I believe you are composing these whilst uh, live streaming the yes. process.
1: Yes, thank you. I forgot about that. Yes, it's all it's all live. So a big aspect of that is people coming in and feeding me lyrics um kind of taking the burden off of me a little bit for writing 265 songs but yeah people come in the chat and they have they have good ideas and i never say no i always just do it i, I always just say yes so
0: we've yeah, got it, some we've got some great examples of that that we're gonna um play for you now so uh before we jump into this first song called bellingen uh yeah, is there anything that our listeners need to know about this track before we give them a little sample?
1: Um, bell, ding, engine. Wrong. <laughs> That's all you need to know.
0: All right, let's jump in and give this a quick little listen.
4: Hello, Bell Engine. Yes, hello. Ah, oh, it is so great to be here in my favorite town. Let's go, Bell
1: Well, of course, we are Bell and Jen. Bell and
5: Jen. Bell. Well,
0: ladies and gentlemen, I don't know about you, but when I hear something like that, I cannot fathom the um, compositional powers that must be inside Jack to be able to come up with these songs so quickly. And with such depth and really kind of, um, really express what it is to uh, live in this town or know about this town. I think it's, it's to me it sounds like a pretty accurate representation of the town. I'd love to hear what people who live there think about this. Um, yeah. So
1: it does really ramp up that like I, I will say like i agree with you on that however when you listen to berry you might change your tune a bit because <laughs> all that chat was writing was that Barry was a really bad place so we made this um this really horrible pulverizing not fun song to listen to but hey i don't think anyone from berry is gonna has it does? I don't think anyone from Barry even has Spotify, so I don't need to worry about that.
0: You'd be surprised; people would start getting Spotify when they hear about this um, project you're working on. That's uh, true. How can people? So you are you regularly releasing this on Spotify?
1: Um, well, I'm I'm going to wait until I've made the full thing. Um, yeah, it's the tw- the full 265 songs, um, but you know people can catch it. Like I stream. At the moment, I mean, until work goes back. But if all goes well, I should finish this project before work goes back. Um, but I'm streaming Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday. And so that's from, obviously
0: Australian times.
1: Yeah, Australian Eastern Standard Time from 3 p.m. till 6. Um, so yeah, feel free to drop by and backseat songwrite. I strongly encourage it.
0: Yeah, I will put some links in the description to anything uh, related to what we talk about today. Yeah, I'd love for some of our um, American listeners to jump on and really experience what it's like to um, it just, just have a taste of New South Wales' Australian life. That would be great. <laughs> oh, we got one more song. Um, again, I don't know what to say about this, except that it's just I, – I, I listened to it before the podcast. Amazing stuff. Absolutely really pulls on the heartstrings. I can imagine that the people who live in Bongabilla would just be, you know, I imagine that they're just going to replace their, um, well, obviously the aim of this could be, like the ultimate result might be that every one of these towns replaces their, um, (coughs) train station.
1: That is the goal. Yes. Yeah. The train station, the bus stops. The service stations, the convenience stores, kind of any place in which there is music being played. um, Hopefully, I can send them, you know, send them a link to the Spotify and they can kind of play them. Um, Yeah, so I hopefully Bogabilla loves this song about uh, going down to the Bogabilla nightclub, having a having a big one, losing your your Motorola phone Um,
0: because they all still use Motorola phones in (laughs) Bogabilla.
1: who doesn't i still have my razor right with me
0: all right let's give this a listen i need to deal with this person who's at my door Okay.
1: okay
3: Fun. At the Boggabilla nightclub, I dropped my iPhone in the club. Oh, I need a taxi. Calling Uber, lost my phone. Here I am in
1: Boggabilla, all alone. Absolutely zero chill when you're in the Boggabilla. Scoop, scoop, tripping in the web
5: food.
4: Yeah. Feelin' like a habbo in the Baca Hotel Lost my phone, now I'm saying, oh well Turn it up, Mr. DJ, let the music play It's a Baca-Billy way, heads, it's your head, say no oh. Baca-Billa, Baca-Billa, party all night baca Billy, night, you're feelin' alright Baca-Billa, baca Billy, party all night baca Billy, night, you're alright
0: This massive project that he's undertaking right now. Yeah,
1: as of today, it's 40, I think it's 41 tracks. Hoping to to break 60 by the end of today. Wow. Just want to get through it. Just want to get through these dang towns. They're seemingly infinite at this point. Do you know how (laughs) how many towns begin with the word bin?
0: No. You're running out of of (laughs) bin puns after the first song.
1: (laughs) Yeah. lots Lots of bell towns. I think, um, I think we did the Batlow song and, of course, it was about <coughs> apples. And then the, the 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 Bega song was just the same song, but just replacing apples with cheese.
0: <laughs> All the Aussies would know exactly what we're talking about right now. These yeah. are famous towns in New South Wales.
1: Yes, of course. Yeah, for any international listeners, Batlow is famous for its apples. Bega is very famous for its lovely, lovely cheese.
0: <laughs> All right, well... Let's jump to another video game track. Why don't you uh, bring us into yeah this next track you've chosen?
1: Okay, let's have a look. Oh, Persona 5. Cool. Yeah, I picked this track because I got into this at the start of lockdown before I started doing music and I was just playing video games nonstop. And Persona 5 is a truly weird and wonderful, amazing game. And it's got the JRPG thing where when you enter into a battle it just plays the same song over and over again kind of bashes you over the head with it but luckily for Persona 5 the music is so dang good enjoy Listening to uh, the Persona Five kind of battle song when you when you when you dive into a battle, you hear this song, and that was composed by Shoji Maguro. um Yeah, I, we were just talking during during the song. I think all of this stuff was live tracked, which is quite cool because if you want, you can just watch people play play the music live on YouTube, it's like a full band, which is just kind of nice. Oh,
0: it's all available. Like a live concert-style thing you can watch.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's like people playing it. It's, yeah, it's it's cool. It's a bit of a trip. I don't know. You sort of get used to hearing it one way, and then it's hard to imagine there was actual people behind it, which is. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's quite. It sounds like I haven't actually listened to that soundtrack, but you know that that's quite a oh, high quality track. High quality musicians and yeah. singers and stuff.
1: Yeah, and, and it, it's really got to be with JRPGs and the way they. Yeah, the way they just play the same song over and over again.
0: Yeah, this certainly doesn't sound like a typical JRPG battle track. There, no, is, it does have a bit like a little bit of an epic sound to it, but to me, it sounds like a you know 1970s um, American
1: kind of like heist film sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah I think that's that's sort of the. That's, like, the theme of the game is, like, the whole heist thing. Um, Yeah, just very, like, all the campiness turned up to 11 and all that stuff. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Excellent. All right, well, let's jump into our next uh, track from the brand-new album, Tough By Correspondence by Okie Doke. Let's do Yeah, this is the hit single, um, Zoom Zoom.
1: Zoom Zoom indeed. If there's anyone who can't relate
0: to the lyrics of this song, you haven't lived through a pandemic apocalypse. So <laughs> all right. This is Zoom Zoom by Okie Doke. musician and composer, a lot of the stuff that you do um, it's very much, uh, I don't know about if pushing the boundaries is the right word, but there's no standard way for you to play guitar. You, it, you're just like whacking a string while doing weird bendy sounds. And <laughs> I'm constantly, you know, being having recorded about, I don't know, 80 albums with you. Um, and then listening back sometimes it's just it's it's kind of mind-blowing the, the use of the way you play the guitar or the way you just like hitting these effects pedals in certain orders and just making your guitar sound like weird synthesizer or something like that it's very <laughs> very unconventional very inspiring actually because a lot of people as they you know they get older and they develop, uh, better skills or whatever, they move more towards a conventional, um, conservative way of writing music. Mm. From my point of view, you seem to go the op- opposite direction. You seem to get crazier and crazier <laughs> all the time, which is fantastic. And I think that was a that was a, that song is a good example of that. Is you've got a bit of the kind of classic songwriting with a bunch of really crazy stuff in there as well.
1: Oh, thanks a lot. Yeah, I, I could totally throw the same back at you. I reckon. I, I love listening back to the, the the dual guitar Wollongong tracks. It's always it's always such a trip. Um, yeah, like funnily enough, talking about the guitar on that track, that was recorded by what I call uh, my Aldi caster, which of course <laughs> is is the guitar I bought from Aldi from freaking Aldi. It's um, look, it's 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 really just like a piece of junk. However. Um, I've really taken such a liking to it. Um, it's, it's, it's a 10 tone guitar, so it's in like microtonal tuning, but, uh, like as far as like deliberate, you know, choices go for like tuning and stuff, it is, it is just like, um, you know, you know, when you hear of those broths in like, uh, in, in like Thailand or whatever, it's just like a bowl of soup that's been cooking for like thousands of years and stuff like that. (laughs) Bear with uh, me. This is a weird segue, but you know what I mean. There's yeah, like yeah, yeah. there's like those bowls where they haven't cleaned it out in like a thousand years. Yeah. So um,
0: a chef always, you know, the flavor of a chef comes from that spoon right. they've been using.
1: Yeah. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's 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 the same deal here. Where this guitar I've had for like quite a while. It's been bashed around. It's been it's fallen over. It's like it's it's moved with me. It's moved house. I think like two or three times in the past like three years or so. And I have never tuned the thing. Never in my life. All of the pitching that you're hearing is just from my fingers. It's just from pulling the strings to whatever pitch I want and recording it. So,
0: yeah. I, I, I can't tell if you're serious or not.
1: Oh, I'm 100% serious. I'm, <laughs> okay, I'm 150% uh. serious. I, I could not tell you what I tuned the strings to. Um, I just can tell you that that's what came out. So,.
0: That's yeah. fantastic, and that I've got a few questions to do with that actually. So, yeah. first of all, i just say it, it reminds me of um, seeing one of my favorite guitarists, Steve Vai. So oh, Steve, I mean, Steve Vai, incredibly creative guitarist, but um, kind of opposite to you, the older he gets, he kind of goes, starts to get a bit more boring and stale. <laughs> um, <laughs> But he is one of my favorite guitars of all time, and I was watching him at a, a Zappa Does Zappa show. Hmm. And if you know anything about uh, floating bridges on a guitar, um, they are ultra-sensitive. And hmm. when you tune one string, the tuning of all the other strings get changed. And so what happened, um, Steve I stepped out to do his guitar solo, and one of his strings just snapped at the start of his guitar solo. So his whole guitar was out of tune. And it was one of the greatest guitar solos I've ever Wonderful. heard. Because this guy is absolutely brilliant, and he's just putting, putting the spot, on the spot, and it was just whammy bar supreme all the way through. It was
1: just amazing. Unreal. See, he, he can do that. He's, he's a disciple of Frank. Lots of people forget that about Steve. They listen to Steven and they don't they don't they don't realise because it's not obvious that he's that there's meant to be a lot of humor in there. Yeah. But it's 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 all it's all Frank Zappa. Like it's all it's all that kind of you know ironisms and you know, he's 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 real good, but there's there is a sense of self awareness when he's standing with a fan blowing his hair back. <laughs> you know, it's all people, people just, don't know that. He's a surprisingly humble guy.
0: You think he'd of he himself.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I I will defend Steven until uh, until death. I reckon he's, he's, a, he's a good bloke
0: <laughs> Me too, me too Okay, so another question I have um, About microtonal music Chords How do you go together how, how do you go about putting together Chordal structures and chords for a song mm. um, To me that, that, Again, that's another world That I just don't know about
1: mm. Well, it's, it's sort of like, like a lot of people do it differently But for me, it's just my ear so if, if I hear something and it sounds cool then, then that that's great. But you know, it's like um, because because the sort of you you would understand this as a guitarist, right? You have those those well worn shapes, like, you know, G G D, power chords, all that stuff. Well, the microtones kind of throw it out the window. So the same kind of shapes yield completely different sonic results. Um, so it's sort of it's I think microtones really just reward throwing everything out, just having at it and trusting your ear, trusting the process.
0: Awesome. Um, right, I, I want to jump into one more thing before we get to our next song. Yep. And that is, now this might be surprising. We, we have kind of touched on this briefly. Mm. Um, the course that you completed last year, um, it, am I right to call it music therapy?
1: yeah absolutely yeah it was a masters of music therapy
0: so if anyone (laughs) knows uh jack's music as well as me you would possibly in, in in a way be shocked to think that jack may move towards music therapy as um when i listen to jack's music it's quite the opposite of therapeutic it's it's challenging and i mean that in a very good way um sometimes for me challenging music is the most therapeutic um but yeah i would love for you
1: just to give us a rundown of what that actually is and what it involves yeah so um music therapy is an evidence-based therapy modality in which you can use music for non-musical goals so for instance um in like aged care you might use um use uh use use music to kind of um stimulate conversation stimulate socialization and music kind of has that power even even when something like dementia can kind of take hold of your life in such a such a horrible um horrible way uh, music can kind of bring back these moments of lucidity and um yeah you can also use it for various other things like with a newborn baby um who's having like heart regulation issues you can sort of make a piece like play some music that's following the heartbeat and then like slow it down or you know bring it bring it to um to a more acceptable speed so it has all these has all these wonderful properties that and and even ones that we just know about already right like music and community music is a fantastic way for people to share songs and um create a sense of community or um you know like uh just 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 a way for people to relate to one another i guess so um, yeah, music therapy kind of seemed a no-brainer to go and study that. And since then, I've mostly been working with kids and teenagers and playing a heck of a lot of Wiggles and Shrek. Let me tell you, Shrek, <laughs> is, <clears throat> Shrek is just as popular as he was back in 2003 or one 2001. Um, but
0: you would enjoy that. There's a lot of... Um, uh, who's the band? Uh, smash, smash Mouth? mouth. Yeah, you, you're a big Smash Mouth fan,
1: so... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a smash head. I'm a freaking smash head. What can I say?
0: <laughs> All right, well, yeah, that, I mean, that's a fascinating subject that we probably deserve as a whole episode.
1: Oh, yeah, it, it's, it's hard to condense, but... Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. Music is... Uh, anyone who has even thought about, you know, the power of a soundtrack to a film... Mm. Should have some basic understanding of, you know, how far you can take, just the way yeah, music is able to, basically control your emotions.
1: Absolutely, almost a bit scary at times, isn't it? (laughs) It
0: is. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fantastic. All right. Well. Let's keep the tunes a-rolling. I am super excited to get into this next song. Yes,
1: Um, we talked about Sonic Worlds earlier with Microtones. Well, get ready for the world of Sonic. (laughs) Because here we are with Sonic Adventure Battle 2.
0: Boom. What's the actual song called?
1: Uh, It's called uh, Escape from the City. That's the name of the song.
0: Yeah. And the song's called Escape from the City. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. City Escape from Sonic Adventure 2. Um, we're not sure who wrote this. We think it's Ted Pooley, Pooley yeah. or Tony Hanel, uh, or, or quite possibly Roy Klompmaker. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I, I really want it to be Roy Klompmaker. I don't know about you, but he, he's got the best name out of everyone.
0: It does sound like a Klompmaker kind of song to me.
1: Yeah, they um, that trademark Klompmaker Klomp.
0: I am very... Is. I have very mixed feelings about this song, Jack. Um,
1: yeah? There's As in a like, lot Loving it, and then, like, a being in bit. love with it.
0: I want to say that I really, really hate it. <laughs> but...
1: but <there's> this, <laughs> you could say that.
0: But at the same time, there's a part of me... Um, and this kind of probably links back to the power of music. There's a part of me on the inside that kind of starts jigging along and getting into the groove of song
1: it's a very um it's polarizing Did it's
0: a very easy song as far as the um, melodies and stuff goes but yeah i find it very hard to enjoy any of the sonic songs that have vocals in it
1: <laughs> yeah there's certainly a lot of um, more appropriate sonic music like green hill zone fantastic you know there's, there's, there's a bunch of stuff, but I wanted to pick this one because did you ever play Sonic Adventure Battle 2?
0: I've only played, you know, like the first three original Sonic games. I don't think I've played anything else.
1: Because a lot of a lot of people have some very like strong opinions about you know the 3D Sonic games. Um, in my opinion, my humble opinion, as a as an old Sonic fan, um, one of the veterans you could say, a veteran Sonic head. Is, um, I reckon it was one of the last, oh, sorry, one of the best 3D Sonics that came out. Um, it's a very controversial franchise. There's been lots of bad games released, but there was nothing quite like loading this up on the GameCube, getting ready, like opening scene, you're like running away from this big. Um, this big like robot thingy, and this song is playing. It's it's doctor, good. I think I think it's it Doctor very, Robot
0: Doctor Robotnik. Is no, no, I,
1: I don't think I don't think you encounter him for for a while in that game. But um, yeah, you just sort of it's it, it really I don't know. It just it's not good, but it captures the energy of the time really well.
0: It kind of, it's not good, but it kind of captures the idea of what good could be.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Correct.
0: Yeah, oh, You've sold me. I'm going to go buy the game straight away.
1: Yeah, going to do it. No, just download the ROM. It's easier.
0: Did you ever see the Sonic movie that came out a year or two ago?
1: No, I didn't. I didn't, but but I, I want to. Did you see it?
0: No, I just I just saw lots of um, uh, trailers and like memes and gifs using that. Um, yeah. Extremely it... ugly Sonic yeah, face it... they did on their first... Render or whatever.
1: Yeah, they did the... Yeah, I can't believe they did that and then changed it later. It, it, it almost seems like, like that was the goal all along. Like they made a really bad Sonic to kind of rile up the fan base and then fixed it. Maybe they just made a trailer of that. I don't know. I Raises a that, lot of questions. Yeah, I
0: think that's, that's probably a little bit too clever.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is Sonic we're talking about. so clever you can be. <laughs>
0: and a Sonic movie at that.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Alright, well let's move to some more video game music. But up next we have a song that you've recently released. This is a, a cover song and this is quite interesting. I've never played this game. It looks um, kind of like a nightmare. Yeah. But if, if you could um, introduce us to maybe the game and the song and then we'll, we'll come back and we'll talk more about your version cool, in more yeah. detail.
1: Yeah, you're totally right. It, it looks like an absolute nightmare. I think I read I read this on a YouTube comment, and I think it encapsulates it quite well. The creator's this this game, Cruelty Squad. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yes, it's uh, yeah, this is Cruelty Squad we're talking about. Um, and I'm gonna say the I'm gonna say the guy's name wrong. What is it? uh, yeah, Ville Ville Vili, Vili Calio. I'm I'm not great with names. I'll, I'm I'm the first to admit that. But he he created this game essentially to look like a very very dodgy, haphazard kind of game from maybe 2005. It looks a bit like a Quake mod of some sort, but it's um it's actually a very cleverly disguised, very good kind of um, I guess uh, what's the word like? Uh, I'm, I'm not I'm not good with these gaming genres, but it it's like a it's like a tactical shooter, I guess you know. There's lots of hiding. There's lots of like you know, power ups and things. Um, yeah, it's it's excellent. So I heard this song on one of the levels, um, Idiot Party, and I thought, the music's great in this, but this is probably the most coverable, probably most beautiful piece of music I've heard, so, and I don't know, it really stood out to me, because every other track is very aggressive, loud, very, uh, very kind of tough on the ears, but this is a very nice piano piece, so I did a little cover, enjoy
0: Sweet, we'll give it a listen, and you can, we'll put a link in the description, you can watch the official okey-doke film clip Uh with all, all the instruments on the screen. All right, let's give it a listen. From the game Cruelty Squad, and I'm watching the film clip <clears throat> as I listen to this, and it's very interesting. You've got um, uh, Mr. Oki himself scraping bits of water on guitars. There's double bass in there, um, some synthesizers, all kinds of fun things. I yeah, I'd love to know, Jack, um, how you. Yeah, I, I've never heard the original version, so I don't know how different this is. I imagine that you, um, you've been a bit experimental with your instrument choices
1: yeah. and stuff. Yeah, just just a little bit. So the, the 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 original track was made using um using an old DAW. I don't know if you know this, Joel. Uh, heard of this? It's called LMMS, aka Linux Multimedia Studio. Have you
0: no, heard? Of this? no, I haven't.
1: No. Yeah, it's 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 freeware. It's really great for making this sort of like kind of creepy, yeah, two thousand and five era RuneScape sort of sounds. Oh, <laughs> oh. so
0: the actual DAW has a lot of these sounds built in.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 freeware from freeware from way back for for Linux. And um, weirdly, I used to use it back in two thousand and ten. I made all these weird songs with it, and then so it's kind of funny that. This guy. Um, back
0: when you used to make weird songs.
1: Yeah, back, back, back <laughs> way back when, way back when. But but yeah. So I just I just, I sort of just did my own interpretation. I used. This is a weird thing, but I really want to plug this VST. It's called um, it's by Sample Science and it's called Northern Borders uh by Sample Science. It's fantastic. It kind of has all of these um inbuilt. Uh, inbuilt like ambient sounds like that's the wind that you hear in the second verse Um, and it's uh, loosely based off of the lovely Canadian um, band Boards of Canada very good band
0: alright yeah um, definitely everyone yeah I mean you just heard the song so but I still recommend watching the film clip it's um, yeah it's a C and experience the sounds of Okie Dope's cover <laughs> And also, you know, just to just to boost the algorithm numbers Yeah, please
1: How do people do it? I, I don't know I don't trust YouTube anymore
0: Well, on Spotify I, I just put my song on repeat when I go to sleep and then... Oh,
1: that is so smart <laughs> That is so smart I, I need to get into that I need to do that I mean, I mean, that's the whole idea with this Towns thing, right? All these people will play all these songs and and I'll, go, I'll get rich the next day, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Cool. Yeah, you mean every town should become your fan?
1: Yeah, ideally, except for Barry. <laughs>
0: um, why don't, you've got a Patreon going at the moment. Why don't you um, do a yes, quick I plug do. for that and explain... I would love to plug
1: my Patreon on yeah, I'm go for so it. glad that you brought that up because I honestly would have forgotten. I'm kind of new to the Patreon thing, um, but it's going fantastically um, thus far. Uh, It's patreon.com slash doke, and you can sort of hear uh, advanced releases of stuff I'm doing, Um, you can vote in polls, you can hear like tutorial videos of Basil's kite songs. Um, Basically, it's just, it's very cheap, you could sort of pay like the the same amount for a monthly coffee. Isn't that the the usual selling point people say, it's it's the price of a coffee? It is the price of a freaking coffee, but you get to support a creator like me and I am very appreciative. And humbled by the support i've received thus far so if you're already a supporter thank you so much
0: get on there folks i think i might even do the same thing myself
1: oh gee whiz oh golly
0: <laughs> you hold me accountable to that now <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: all right um up next we have another one of your video game uh, music selections mm-hmm. and again this I checked out this game and I checked out the song after you sent it to me. Very interesting. Do you want to yeah. just bring us into this?
1: Uh, I, I love Bloodborne. Essentially, essentially that was my thought process. I just love this game and I picked this song. It's a very epic chorals, like massive string section, very evil sounding. I think you're fighting some, some gigantic monster. And best of all, much like the Persona thing, there's a video of them all. Singing, recording it live, it blows you away. It's fantastic. I, I love nothing more than watching um, a choir of about like hundred fifty, you know, hundred to one hundred fifty people, all singing this like hideous atonal stuff. It's it's great. It sounds epic. It blows you away. Enjoy.
0: I, I before we start the song, yeah. I actually I looked at it, and um, well, I mean, I listened to the song via yeah. YouTube, and the comments. A very common comment is, oh, this is what it sounds like without the screaming, the constant screaming. Yeah. And so I, I looked up the um, the actual battle yeah. and um, yeah, my goodness, this, yeah. this boss is just, it sounds like someone's just tortured a horse and then um, basically mutilated the sound of it into all these different... Itch screams and stuff.
1: Yeah, it's hideous, and, and and the worst thing is, is like like many of these Soulsborne kind of difficult, you know, uh, difficult games where you have to die a lot. You just hear it so much, like you just it gets so caked into your brain. Um, but yeah, screaming aside, it's a very good song and not a bad thing to have caked into your brain, in my opinion.
0: <laughs> All right, let's give it a listen. This is Cleric Beast from Bloodborne. You. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Cleric Beast from Bloodborne. Um, not 100% sure who the composer is. We think it's Tsukasa Saito, but I'll definitely find out who it is and put it in the description below. Um, yeah, e- absolutely epic song. You were saying there's a, there's a clip of a big choir. You can watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Fantastic.
1: It's, it's a heavy game. It's, a, it's, it's There's no happiness I, I like games where there's happiness at the end Yeah There's definitely no happiness in this though
0: Yeah Seeing just the little segment that I saw This is definitely not the game That I would play
1: No, you never played any of the Dark Souls Franchise they, or things like that They just look
0: They look like, the, you know I'm a Christian, right? So <laughs> these games
1: are the um, They look very unchristian, don't they?
0: Uh, more they like an expression of hellish torment mm. in a video game and you know
1: that v- a very clever expression but still very
0: brilliantly done
1: yeah yeah but um, very full on
0: not something that I kind of want to soak
1: soak up that's fair I, I, I did love Bloodborne though because it's one of those games where you're, you're thrown in the deep end and you're very bad but then you can just grind you can just kill all the low level enemies and then you can make your character more powerful and that's how I got through the game it's, it's good <laughs> I, 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 I like it when I can sort of break the system in that way
0: well we are now up to the final okey doke song that we'll be playing on this episode this is I think the perfect song to follow Cleric Beast because this is also <laughs> a very epic and um, foreboding 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 <laughs> Yeah, well, no, I'm just more referring just to the power of the sound, that's all. Yeah. And, you know, you could, you very well could have an entire orchestra singing this. This is probably one Uh, of the more, this is quite operatic.
1: Yes, it is. I really, I really went for it. And, And hey, that's, that's why it's the last track on the album. Um, yeah, this, this is like, uh... I think I'd like to take credit for the duo song in these times. And 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 that's on record now that I think um I think Mr. Michael Manzini uh kind of wrote that from this. But yeah, this was the last track. Um it's really fun. And I think this is this is a really weird reference, but without Circle of Life from Lion King, this song would not exist. This song absolutely would not exist. Because it uses the exact same kind of um uh what's the word, like key change technique that um that circle of life does. Yeah. Right um, at the end
0: there when that chorus comes back in or whatever the verse yeah. or whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it it every time it repeats it modulates up a half step. Yeah, I'm I'm super stoked you picked it because this is one of my favorite tracks off the album too. Um Michael Manzini did a did a bang up job with the um wait, bang up job means good job, right? I think so, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, he did he did <laughs> I just need to check. Um, yeah, he did a bang-up job with the drums on this. Um, he did some really great harmonies. Um, the mix sounds amazing. Um, yeah, enjoy. I'm very yeah. happy with this one.
0: There's quite, a few, um, there's quite a few different sounds. Like the first yeah, section yeah. has its own sound. Then you've got this kind of bridge section, which um, I think kind of sounds like video game music, to be honest. Mm. And it's quite an epic build-up. And then, yeah, back to that vocal section again. Folks, you're really going to love this one. This is The Times by Okie Doke.
3: These are the times. the days that you'll take to your grave these are the moments you can't get back
0: You most certainly can get on Bandcamp at this point. Is it going to be available elsewhere?
1: It'll be available on all of the streaming services. That's right, every single one, even Napster, even are Napster. Uh, all these random ones that DistroKid messages you about and says that <laughs> it's live, and you're like, cool, I guess. So yeah, maybe Snapchat too. I don't know. Awesome. I, I don't know what these kids are using these days. Tik Tik TikTok. Yeah, the old TikTok. Yeah,
0: look, I, I, I gotta say that is that is a fantastic song that goes so many different different places. Um, the lyrics, the lyrics are any lyrics about time, <laughs> the passing of time. I think, for me at least, really is like a slap in the face, and like your life is just disappearing. As you know, as we sit here recording this podcast, these are the moments that we'll never get back. <laughs>
1: But these are the moments that we will cherish and remember forever. That's true. On on, on that, Zini said he'd quit his job because of this song. I don't know know if that's a positive life thing or a negative life thing or if he just would have quit his job anyway. But um, hey, there's that. Hey, if you want to quit your job and you hear that song, do it. Probably a good idea. (laughs) Hey, if if, if a song on a podcast makes you want to quit your job, then probably for the, that's probably on you.
0: That's music right? therapy right there, <laughs> and that is music therapy.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> no, that's great. I think there's a there's a certain um, there's a certain humour to the lyrics and sarcasm, but at the same time, um, yeah, they're quite powerful at the same as well. Here it is. But yeah, so that basically brings us to the end of the episode. Oh, Jack, it's been an absolute, absolute pleasure.
1: Oh man. can't we go another hour come on we could but i'm pretty sure you've
0: promised all your um
1: oh that's true yeah i gotta be live on stream soon
0: yeah the next 20 towns need songs
1: oh yeah they do they're not gonna write themselves
0: (laughs) speaking of towns so our, our band <laughs> That's a really good segue.
1: <laughs> you' are professional.
0: Our band, um, Wollongong, which we, we really haven't done much with for the last like three or four years. I don't think we've anyone's had any official conversation about this, but right now I am announcing that Wollongong is moving all of its currently 88 albums, not just from Band, not just on bandcamp, <laughs> Again, we're going to Deezer. We're going to Napster. We're going to Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Google Play oh, yeah. Music,
1: Limewire, Limewire, TikTok, Bear share. Teddy Bear Share as well. Yeah, Be- Bear share might have been a bit of a deep cut. That was the that's like from 2002 or something. That was a long time ago. Soulseek, the Limewire, Soulseek, Soulseek,
0: Soulseek. <laughs> it sounds like a
1: dating app. Oh but... yeah, I remember Soulseek. That's right. Kazaar.
0: Kazaar, ah, that's the I was yeah. trying to think of, but I couldn't think yeah, of yeah. it.
1: All of yeah. them. It's going to be on all of them.
0: It's going to be on all of them. I think at this stage what we're going to do is maybe periodically, like every week or two, release one of the newest albums and one of the oldest albums and work our way to the middle. And, you know, if anything new gets created, it'll pop up as well. So, yeah, there's a lot of...
2: Oh, there's a lot of music to listen there's to. A lot.
0: I gotta say, I've had some of my most enjoyable times playing music in mm. Wollongong. Whether it's yeah. a bunch of guys just writing music for themselves in a studio, or um, you know, taking song suggestions from an audience and mm. turning them into songs. There's a lot of great stuff, and we had to close out with a Wollongong song.
1: But, but, but before, sorry, before we close yeah, up, yeah, yeah. may I just interject? So Please. I want to share. Speaking of, of the live kind of interjection thing, my favorite all time Wollongong moment, and I, and I remember this so clearly because of the way it sort of emotionally affected me. So we were doing we uh, were doing a one of three live gigs in the mall. Which were a <laughs> real mixed bag, if if Joel um, remembers. Real the mixed Wollong- bag.
0: This is the big shopping mall in the middle of yeah, our town. Wollong- in, in case people don't know, um, Wollongong is basically the town where we live. At least we're all living in Wollongong at the at the point when we started mate, when we started this um, band. So yeah, yeah Wollongong, yeah. playing in the center of Wollongong,
1: R- right there, right in the middle. Um, you know, it was like we, we, had, we had a few days where people would shop, disgruntled shop owners would come up and say, Can you please stop that noise? It sounds bad. People don't want to buy things. Just, just general like compliments like that. But there was this one particular day where we just said, um, Hey, anyone, anyone walking past, do you, want to, do you want to come play an instrument? And then who gets up but a man by the name of Matt? I think I think it was, wasn't Darren or something was it Go no, no I'm, I'm almost certain it was Matt yeah. but I, I, again you can just it's all there on the band camp um, but yeah Matt came up and Matt was shaking Matt was Matt was about I don't know 40 something and he's, his kids was there his wife was there no one looked happy that he wife volunteered to come up <laughs> his wife at the time. And none of them looked happy for their their poor old dad, which was a little bit sad. But Matt came up and he played some like kind of like pretty stiff drums, but you know, like who who can blame him? Because apparently he hadn't played since high school. So he just came up, he saw the opportunity. um, He played his song. It was, I I forget. Oh, actually, no, I remember what it is, but it's weird that I remember what what the song was. Um, But he... He, he did his thing. He walked off, he was shaking, and then as he was leaving the stage, he turned to us and with shaking hands and uh, adoration in his eyes, he said, boys, that was freaking awesome. Thank you. And then he left the stage to resounding nothing from his family but i tell you what matt i remember you to this day i hold you deep in my heart as one of the most special moments of the band wollongong so thank you for your sound donation
0: amazing and that was from one of the crown street yeah i wish i knew what that song was of my head oh no
1: tim plays drums tim oh tim sorry sorry not matt tim tim it's tim tim plays drums all right, and, well, and you can, you could even hear him at the end. You can hear him say say thanks boys or whatever. <laughs> it's it's great. It's all there.
0: Well, I've already picked uh, an outro song to play, but I'm the thing is this is my podcast and mm. I make up the rules. We're going to outro with two songs. We're going to start nice. with Tim plays the drums because it's only like less than 2 minutes. Yeah. And then following that, um We're going to play, because this is a video game music podcast, we're going to play the track called Arcade, which is from the 2016 album AJ. Good track. um, Named after Main Street Studios' Adam Jordan.
1: I was going to say Andrew Jackson. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) That's just what I think when I say AJ. I'm sorry. So, yeah,
0: again, when we play, it's just, improvised and you know often one of us will play a riff for nine minutes and <laughs> that was okay <laughs> it got stuck in our heads afterwards it's, it's, kind it's of hard a... to
1: move on from a good riff you know
0: it is yeah so yeah all right jack okie doke thank you so much for joining us
1: thank you very much joel slash volts. It has is, it is, it is been a really wonderful time, and um, I look forward to making some more music with Wollongong, or you know, potentially even doing a whole thing just about the band Wollongong, because you know, heck knows, there's a lot to talk about here. So yeah,
0: well, we're coming up to our tenth year, tenth anniversary, so there's yeah, a good that, opportunity. Yeah, I,
1: I don't even remember. No, next it's, year. it's next year. Next year? Yeah. Okay. Well, the Basil's kite ten-year anniversary was interrupted, so that's just that's not happening anymore. But the Wollongong anniversary can go on.
0: Yes. So, all right, yep, thanks once again. Um, ladies and gentlemen, please check out all the links in our description to find out more and listen to more, experience more of the magic that Okie okey-doke.
1: Thank you very much.
0: All right, stay synthetic. <laughs> all right, we've got a sound data. You want to actually play the drums. Okay. Now you really know this is improvised. Because a strange man from the crowd is now playing with us. What is your name? Tim. Tim is now part of Wollongong. am on a Thursday night with only two hours left until I have to get home. I've got to get enough coupons
2: to get that teddy bear. I've got to get enough to get that teddy bear. Here I am on a Thursday night collecting coupons at the arcade. I need
0: enough to get that teddy bear. Here I
2: am they said i couldn't do it beat the top score beat the top score beat the top score yeah that teddy bear it's got to be mine yeah top score that's right I'm doing all right. Got a lot in my pocket. Got a lot in my bag. I got 48 left to get that teddy bear. I got it.